0: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. On,
1: on, on. with Mario Lopez. What's
2: up? You're on Mario Lopez. Joining me now in studio from the new movie Breakthrough, actor Josh Lucas. How are you, man?
3: Excellent. Happy to be here.
2: Nice to nice to see you. You know, uh, it, it's funny. What movie was on the other day? Um... Dang it! And I got and I got caught up. Was Sweet watching. It was on. Pardon me. Sweet Home Alabama. No, Sweet Hell, Alabama. I'm very familiar. Was another one that I can't remember. But I got I got sucked in. Gosh damn it! I should have remembered before I brought this up. <laughs> but anyway, you're one of those actors that you'll see and you're like, ooh, and then you kind of stop and pause and you end up kind of leaving it on that channel. That's a good trait.
3: That's, that's my goal <laughs> So so let's talk about Breakthrough Um, This looks like a faith-based film Which is really cool to see a- Am I right about that? Without a doubt it's a faith-based film In the sense of that it's a true story Very much uh, centered around faith I mean, nice. the story is about a little boy 14-year-old boy who was playing on the ice uh, With some friends And he falls through the ice And he was underwater for 15 minutes And Ooh. he had no pulse for over an hour And was pronounced dead And the story is that, you know, they basically bring the mother in to say goodbye after they've stopped resuscitation. And she's a deeply religious woman. um, And she basically starts praying and starts um, in a sense, you know, uh, desperate to speak to Jesus about the fact that her son needs to wake up. And right at that moment, his pulse comes back and it's the story of how her and her community over the next period of time where he's in a coma for like 14 days, um, basically rallies around him. And it's, a, it's a, an extraordinary story about faith, truly. I mean, that's really what the film at its core is about. I love that. I love that. It's it's
2: celebrated in the film. I, I think there should be more of it. It's a, it's a great cast. By the mm. way, is this based on somewhat a true story? Because it sounds like something.
3: It's not only somewhat of a true story. I mean, it's like it's it's a deeply true story. Oh, it's I mean, a, oh wow! To, to the point where like they sort of timestamp the movie at like ten forty seven. Really? This happened at like you oh, know even I, cooler. You know, I think that's really one of the things that I take away from it. And one of the reasons I was so intrigued to be a part of it was you can look at and possibly even dismiss the movie for being a faith based movie. But the story itself is, I mean, um, adamantly true, Mm. you know, like down to the points of the movie that are somewhat dismissible are things that actually happened. And that's one of the reasons I was fascinated by it. And particularly one of the things about it actually is that the character I play, I am the boy's father. um, He was... He was without a doubt a believer he you know went to church and everything but that he was very skeptical as as were a lot of the doctors and the people around it, that there was no way this boy can survive there's no way he could be healthy there's no way he could be normal right um based on what had happened to him and the mother who's played by Chrissy Metz from this is us um she you know is is deeply uh convinced that her relationship to not only this child but to her god her jesus or everything that he's going to be completely fine and that's the sort of amazing story and the amazing um, sort of dilemma in the movie is that the father in particular was so broken and heartbroken by what had happened that he couldn't even be in the room. He he, he couldn't be there and see right. his son in this situation. And he himself was skeptical. He himself, like a lot of the doctors and the people around him, were like, there's n- there's no way that this scientifically can happen. And which right. is one of the kind of questions of the movie.
2: Yeah, no, that's a fascinating premise. And, mm. and, one that will create a lot of discussion afterwards, which is great. And I think one of the big objectives probably for the filmmakers, and you mentioned Chrissy Metz, cool cast yourself, Chrissy, mm. Topher Grace, mm. Dennis Haysbert. Mm.
3: Must have been a fun people, set. Mike Colter, yeah. You know, it was. <laughs> i would be honest material, with you. What? Yes, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, well, the reality is, is that, you know, this was a difficult movie for me to make and I think for all of us to make because the characters are in, you know, the greatest struggle of their life in, in that moment where you have a child who ostensibly is pronounced dead or, or then he's in a coma where he's, his, his organs are considered dead. He's brain dead. He's, Mm. you know, nothing is, is going uh, medically the way anybody wants it to go. And everyone is, you know, at the point where they're making these incredibly difficult decisions about, do we take him off life support? You know, what, what do we do? And the doctors are advising myself and the mother Chrissy about the fact that he's not going to make it. Mm. And so, honestly, it was a very hard movie to make. You know, it was a very hard movie to pretend your son is dead all right. day long. And it's heavy stuff. You know, it, it, it it's like, definitely heavy. Oh, well, that's why we, I think we were now you bouncing know, around, like having a, you know, you might it, was want heavy. it up with some tequila at the end of the night <laughs> of the shoot. And right there, I tried to at night, but yeah. Did, did you ever
2: get to meet the real people involved?
3: I did. Yeah. In fact, I'm, they're, they're going to be there tonight. Um, it's one of the remarkable things about the story is when you meet Joyce and John, who are the two people, and then uh, this pastor, Pastor Jason, who Topher plays. Um, they're very special people. You know, they are very, they're very deeply religious people. They're they're, they're believers, and they're very um, uh, grateful, um, profoundly blessed in the the experience that they had, and they are out to discuss it and talk about it and to talk about you know, who they were before it happened and who they yeah. are after. And that's awesome that they want to be so vocal. Where did it take place? People. St. Louis, Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis. Yeah. And yeah. where'd y'all shoot? Winnipeg, Canada. Yeah. that's,
2: a, that's <laughs> a, Which is of, usually a good substitute for St. In Louis, one Missouri. of the
3: coldest winters in the history of Winnipeg, <laughs> oh which my is God. saying something. In Canadian national cold, is geographic, a whole other cold. Wow. national geographic wrote an article that year. It was national news <laughs> about how Winnipeg, Canada, that particular year, last year was colder than parts of Mars, Colder than Antarctica. Wow, Wait, what? so how cold are we talking place about? On Earth. Without a wind chill factor, negative <gasps> thirty-five.
1: Oh, my! <laughs> anyone, God. In
3: Canada, anyone in Winnipeg can call in, into your show and wow. To be to fair, it. it would have been too expensive to shoot on Mars, so you kind of had <laughs> right. to. I mean, polar bears and penguins are checking
2: out at that, that point. That's insane. That is insane. It was, it
3: was. I mean, I was. Amazed. You need faith just to get through the production <laughs> <laughs> or to walk to
1: your trailer right. from the makeup trailer Blind for sixteen shocks? feet.
3: You know, no, not much, to be honest with you. Fortunately. I mean, well, most of the movie takes place in a hospital, but they did, we shot it there because, you know, the the house, very similar to the one that the family actually lived in, the, yeah. you know, the, the lake that he falls through, we needed the ice, you know, yeah, like yeah, 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 right. melted exactly. in America at that point. Yeah. So,
2: wow. So. Oh, that's a fun fact right <laughs> there. Uh, well, congrats on that. That sounds really cool. Thank you. Uh, I know you also got coming up a, a movie based
3: on the book, The Secret. Hmm. Um, do, do you believe in the power of The Secret? You know, I without a doubt believe in the power of the secret. More what I believe in, the power of the secret to me is the idea of we could say positive energy, really the core yes. of, of this woman the the book Rhonda wrote is about the idea of the law of attraction. And the right. law of attraction has been around scientifically from, you know, Plato and Socrates and has gone as far, you know, Einstein Einstein discussed it and that these great thinkers of the world have always said, if you believe and think something positive, you manifest it, you right? manifest it right. or, or you draw it to yourself in a way that you could say, and, and see some people have asked me about the idea of like, okay, well are these two faith-based movies? And I can say in my experience and my thoughts are your faith can be whatever you want it to be. It can be Jesus. It can be Buddha. It can be anything, but it could be mother nature. It could be, your child. It could really be the thing that you believe in. And in the case of The Secret, I find it a really extraordinary interesting project because it's about the idea that if you put your energy towards something, that is going to come back at you. So if you think something negative all day long, it's very likely that that's going to come back at you.
2: You're absolutely right. And I'm very familiar with it. And I wasn't aware that they were going to do a movie. So I'm actually excited to check it out. And I was really excited when I finally got to read The Secret because I sort of... Prior to that, I've been trying to live my life like that anyway. Mm -hmm. So it just sort of gave it validation.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I know about you and what I sense from you, what I've always sensed watching you and everything is that you're one of those people, look, you have a sparkle in your eye. And part of it is the idea that you having a sparkle in your eye to me is the idea that you go out and you look at the world with positive energy. You look out expecting good things to happen. And if you look at people who, you know, it's, it's the battle of being a human being. It's very easy to get dark. It's very easy to be, in a negative place, right. the world is a very hard place. Life is hard. Right. And so if you look out into the world and you work on a daily basis to train yourself and, it, and part of it is it's, it's, it's work. It's, yeah, it's a no, hard, right. it's a hard job to be positive. Right.
2: You gotta be, it, it requires discipline. Yeah. And so for, as far as the movie, is it, based on how she came up with the book or how, how, how are you tackling the, is it, it is a film.
3: So what it is, is and one of my very um, interesting things that connects dots in my life and my career is that I, I have a friend who's a real believer in the secret. I mean, she's a genuine like practitioner and she's someone who goes about her life. She actually is someone who prays, you know, she, she prays not to a God per se, but she prays, she puts out energy of prayer, of good thoughts. And so, and she'll call you on a, you know, whenever she feels something or she'll have an instinct. And she said, I want you to call the director of Sweet Home Alabama and tell him that you loved working with him and that you believe that you guys should do a project together. And he, I called him. I hadn't spoken to him in years. And he said, you know, man, I've got this thing I'm working on and it's the secret. And I was like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, wow. And he was like, well, I've, I'm adapt. I'm, I'm, I'm adapting the book, the secret into a love story about a woman who's down on her luck and who is, um, broken and she's lost her positive energy. She's is sort of gone and very difficult things have happened in her life. And this guy shows up who he knows the secret. And so he's like, I, I would love it if it would be you. And it was, it was kind of amazing because my friend Deborah, who had no idea that that yeah. was where this was going to land yeah, of course not. took a couple of years to put it together and all that, but he adapted. He's the same writer, director, of sweet home. He, he adapted the movie and, uh, took it into this really beautiful, interesting love story. That, so cool,
2: yeah, that's so cool. Have you started production on that? We're, or done? You? Yeah, we're oh, done. done, yeah. We're done, yeah. Where'd you shoot that at?
3: We shot it in New Orleans. <laughs> it New Orleans. Ah, it, it has something to do stuff. with hurricanes, it's like, yeah, oh, really? yeah, life storms. You yeah, know, that's, that's a fun a scene. little bit. what's about, I love I great love food too, great food. <laughs>
2: uh, and another season of Yellowstone
3: coming up in June. I do, that,
2: uh, congrats on that.
3: Thank you very much. Coming
2: back to play, uh, young John Dutton,
3: Mr. Kevin Costner. I play the young Kevin Costner in that show, which is a Great honor, the director, writer Taylor, Taylor Sheridan, who I sort of tracked down to work with because I think he's a great, great writer, director.
2: And how cool. Um, you know what
3: you're going to look like when you get older. Not bad. <laughs> I don't know that uh, Kevin's very happy about it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. But that's that's fun, man. Fun. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, so tell us about Yellowstone because I keep hearing how great it is, but I haven't had a chance to, to to check it out yet. So those who may not be familiar,
3: yeah, Yellowstone was a show that started last year. It was a, it's a big summer hit show. Um, it's very much uh, a story of uh, Montana and Utah and Wyoming in the middle of America and a, and a ranching family, a big powerful ranching family who Kevin Costner's character plays the lead of, and you you see this big elaborate world that they have built with, you know, they're, they're a billionaire rancher family, but they're all dealing with the same level of politics and, and troubles that's happening within that, that area of America, very much the, the middle sort of heart of America and the mountain area of America and, you know, ranching. And, and then inside of it is the people who surround it, the native American populations that surround it. Some of the, the populations that are struggling, Mormon populations, all the different populations that are all surrounding this family and how, John Dutton, Kevin Costner's character and his kids and, and the world that they're around, how they manipulate the people and, and the land around them yeah. and how they are attempting to protect what's theirs, what they think is theirs, how much things are changing, how much America is changing. Right. There's a political element to the show. You know, people who know Taylor Sheridan's work, he did Sicario, he did Hell or High Water. a yes. beautiful movie called Wind River that he also directed.
2: Yeah, but it, be, it looks beautiful.
3: Super complicated, Literally, interesting yeah. writer and the, You know, it's America at its grandest. It's the land of Yellowstone. It's the land of these, you know, some of the most remarkable physical places in the world. Yeah.
2: I've actually been uh, in Montana. I did a cattle drive, believe it or not. Uh, what? It's gorgeous up there. That was just a random. We're one gonna right get there. into that later. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hear that By the way, after about a day or two, you start getting a little sore down there. It's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. you know yeah. the whole city slicker thing. It, it, uh, it's it's well, interesting. They,
3: you're used to it if you're on horseback every day, but if you're not, it's I guess a you story. develop some
2: sort of <laughs> butt callus or something. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna
3: tell you, if you're not used to it,
2: ooh, it's hard to sit. Right? You got to sit kind of.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, like kind of on the side. <laughs> on the side, like, yeah, on yeah. a cheek, and the whole deal. I was gonna say like Kevin Costner's played a ton of roles, but there's something about him in that sort of scenario, like on a ranch he just fits oh yeah no, it he, just it's works so well it's like yeah an old he shoe actually has a
3: ranch you know if you look at you know obviously the guy put the, the, one of the great movies together with dances with wolves and you see those sequences and you know that man can ride yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah. that's one of the things that taylor asked me almost yeah. i was like i can ride <laughs> you are you from originally low? josh i was born in arkansas
2: okay born yeah. in arkansas nothing yeah. of an accent
3: i did for a while a I, I got a beat out of me when i went to do new york theater what part of arkansas Fayetteville. I was born in Fayetteville and my family's from Little Rock. Okay. Wait, we just talked about, just talked
2: Fayetteville, about Fayetteville because
1: Fayetteville. It- it's one of the best cities in the US to live yeah Currently. it was I,
2: what in the top five it was in the
1: top five yeah top five, well, i mean
3: walmart well you know they re- originated in 1971 when i was born <laughs> so, it, so it all I, took I, off it was a tiny little tiny little college town when i was it there. is really i was just there actually for a corporate
2: event not too long mm-hmm. ago it's amazing it's like so idyllic now and all that walmart money man they put it into the community it, there right. it is i i totally agree with that list that what's a yeah. nice place that you go they're, back they're, and like whoa world.
3: you know i haven't been back to Fayetteville in forever actually right. uh, arkansas i have been back to um my family mainly we were raised in charleston south carolina which i love that's yeah, actually that's one beautiful. of my favorite cities in the yeah. world right there yeah right, really nice right there. and
2: are you la based now or east i'm east new, york. In new, york so new
3: york i've been new york forever i've been new york almost my whole career
2: oh so you're in east, yeah. east you're still doing theater the
3: lower east side i did i just did a play on broadway for about six months with the wonderful uma thurman um yeah so nice. just, which play was that straight play it was, it was called The Parisian Woman. It was a really interesting, uh, Beau Willimon, the writer, the creator of House of Cards, yeah. wrote this kind of political comedy, sexy political comedy about myself and Uma are a married couple and I'm trying to work my way up the Trump organization and she's trying to help me out. Interesting. Oh, fun. <laughs> so, yeah. Six months around are, are great. What theater were you at? Uh, the brand we, the oldest in the newest theater what's it called the Hudson do you know this yeah, theater it's yeah. really cool right now Burn This is there I just yeah. saw it the other day yeah that's, that's great right theater, yeah. Actually. No, yeah.
2: I met my wife we were doing a play out there and, uh, oh yeah it's always where special. we just uh the Schoenfeld Theater.
3: Yeah, of course. What yeah. play?
2: Yeah. Uh, of course, Line. Oh, ah, wow. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. So so a lot of a fun musical? Of <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. The musical? Um, yeah, right. Can I ask about Ford versus Ferrari real quick? Because that looks Please, interesting. That, that to me is, uh, of anything in my career, that's one of the great moments I've I've had making a movie, without a doubt. It is, um, so Christian Bale plays uh, Ken Miles. Ken Miles with a great Scottish um race car driver in the 1960s, uh, one of the greatest race car drivers ever. And, uh, Carroll Shelby is played by Matt Damon Carol Carroll Shelby created the Shelby. And so it's the fantastic story of when Henry Ford, the second Ford motor company, believe it or not in the 1960s was really failing to the point where he thought the whole company could fail. And so a group of people, myself, Lee Iacocca um, I was the head of Ford racing. Basically at that point, we came up with this idea that we're going to go buy Ferrari. And so we go to Italy, we do the whole deal with Ferrari. We show up and basically Enzo Ferrari says, tell that fat old Henry Ford II, <laughs> he's not Henry Ford, he's Henry Ford II. <laughs> Ooh. And, and sends him back insults him pretty deeply. And so Henry Ford and the team of us, uh, he basically says, we're not going to buy Ferrari, we're going to beat Ferrari. And so we hire Carroll Shelby, who Matt Damon plays, uh, to build a car that can beat Ferrari. And it's the whole story of this epic story. I keep calling it the... Uh, the Lawrence of Arabia of car racing movies. Oh my God. Nice. I got to see that, this with
2: my dad. Yeah. And, and my partly dad's one, one of the guy. reasons
3: why, like there's very few movies in history that have ever been made like this. They made it all legitimate, real There's no CGI. So oh, wow. there's like every single Ferrari is a real Ferrari. Yes. At one point we're on set and there was $200 million of Ferraris. Ooh. One Ferrari alone was $54 million. Ooh. The guy <laughs> sat there and just watched it. The yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Louis, he was like, I was like, why did you let this car even mm-hmm. be on set? But you know, they, they had to build the Ford factory for the movie for wow. one shot. Wow. They had to build the Ferrari factory for one shot. They had to build Le Mans, which is where the, the race yeah. takes place. Yeah. They they took a they decommissioned an the airport out in Aquavista, California, and built. You know s- about, about a mile of of le mans france <laughs> that's crazy that, like, that's it, some it, cool history right yeah, there. I, I've,
1: I, I've heard like nothing but good things about this movie i like, gotta see that with my dad he's gonna yeah. love
3: that it was he's really one of those experiences you, you know really like i say lawrence of arabia where you re- you look around and you're like the the scope of this yeah, thing. yeah. You know, thousands of extras and this great director james who yes, did logan to walk the yes, line yeah. He was, he was on fire, you know, everyone, the studio, everyone was just basically like, you guys do whatever you want. Wow, that's so (laughs) cool. I saying that. It's out in November, right? It's, yeah, we, the hope is that, you know, there's an Oscar nomination in there somewhere. Nice. It's got all
2: the, it seems to have all the, uh, the the pedigree for it. Oh, I can't wait. I'm glad you brought that up. I wasn't aware of that. I'm I'm looking forward to checking that out too. I
3: saw a little bit of it recently. I got to say, I've just, again, like I've never seen anything like it. And part of it too is like, it's a pretty amazing, epic American story you yeah. know, in so many ways, but also it's so fun. Yeah, it's just so uh, those electrifying fun yeah. movies. Um, you know, so cool and matter. Yeah. on and, fire together, and it's just it's, just, it's fun. And, and as busy as you are, uh, your dad too. How many kids you have? <laughs> I have one. Oh, just <laughs> one. Okay, I have one that is absolutely wonderfully enough.
1: One <laughs> <laughs> Wr- <written> and done. <laughs>
3: Yeah, he's, you know, look, he's my best friend in the world, this guy. I mean, he's actually out here with me. He's coming to the premiere of the movie tonight. Right. Uh, is he's he? one of the reasons I did break through because I told him the story and he said, Dad, you got to do that movie. Because he actually, I I really confer with him about everything because if I have to leave him in particular, yeah. he's six. Okay, um, It's really hard for me to leave him. Yeah. Um. And uh, so if it's something I kind of like run it by him and, and the race car movie and this movie in particular, <laughs> was like, you got to do that one. Dad. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool story. That's
2: cool. What's his name? Noah. Noah, huh. nice. Yeah. Noah, Noah Lucas. Very cool, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Quick questions, quick answers, all right? Please. All-time favorite band.
3: Ooh, all-time favorite band. Wow, it's so fast. Yeah, I got <laughs> to hard. I, it's hard to make Without a doubt, it's got to be the Rolling Stones. To the point, I just bought myself front row tickets to see the Rolling Stones in two different cities.
1: Really? They yeah, got postponed, I think the,
3: right? They got postponed, and I was... I'm He's right, back on, though. I, it'll, it'll happen, I have no doubt, but... Yeah. The Rolling Stones to me are the greatest rock and roll band in history. 75 but, years old and still killing us. Like, Isn't on, that amazing? That's why? Isn't that amazing? I mean, there's a movie there's a documentary this great documentary filmmaker called Brett Morgan made called crossfire hurricane where you see like, it's a really deep it's partly made by the Rolling Stones as well. They allowed a lot of access that yeah. they don't usually allow over a period of, you know, the whole career. Yeah. Did you see the you one see they, says he did? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You see what those guys go through, like what they put themselves through yeah. and the level of entertainers that they, they demand of themselves. Right. Like someone said to me the other day, the greatest cover cover band in history, and it was like, because they're playing all their own covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it is incredibly impressive. Last meal, what are you having? I'm gonna go with sushi, man. I'm a sushi <laughs> fanatic these days, and I guess that's too 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 broad. But yeah, man, there's nothing Any like particular world class sushi.
2: Or, or just some good old roll. sashimi.
3: Uh, yeah, I'd go sashimi. Okay. Yeah, good, clean. healthy sashimi. right to the yeah. end. All <laughs> right. Love it. Celebrity crush growing up. Ooh, celebrity crush growing up. Who'd I have on my wall? I had this gorgeous woman on my wall. His name, I'm going to forget. Um... Maybe a bit obscure, but Beatrice Dahl, the uh, French actress from Betty Blue, this amazing French movie, one of those beautiful women on the history. Look her up. That Be- is obscure. Beatrice Dahl. Was
2: this as a teenager? You, yeah, you honestly, were familiar saw, with French I, actresses? I saw
3: her. I saw Betty Blue when I was 15 years old. Ooh. One of the sexiest women on earth. <laughs>
2: okay. I'm getting a look right here.
3: Oh, yeah. Beatrice Dahl. Right.
1: Okay, Louise
3: learning so much today. Betty Blue is an amazing film. It's a French film from I think 1986. So I got, for some reason my local library had it. I checked it out. <laughs> <laughs> Just my with parents. You. My parents were yeah. I'm geez. with you. I'm with you. Time travel destination, go anywhere for a week. Wow. You know what? My boy is obsessed by Jurassic Park these days. I'm going to take my little boy back and do that that mystery and magic of mag- seeing live dinosaurs, I think would be something that would be mind-blowing. If you could survive it in a week with it's my right, boy. Careful. Just be I'm, careful. I'm, <laughs> yeah, be in careful. a week with my boy 65 right? million years ago, <laughs> Real that's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> I might have to join you, my kid will freak out and too. And it's only because of my little is. I mean, I've never seen, he's truly, he woke up the other morning, he's like, Dad, I want to listen to the soundtrack to Jurassic Park. I was like, really? I get that. It's 7 o'clock in the morning, like
2: John Williams. He should, he, should, <laughs> he should hang out where we should, I shoot my show right here. I hear that theme because it's constantly. It's constantly.
3: <laughs> I, I thought you might like that. One, that La- last one. Who do you cast to play you in your life in your life story? Wow. Uh, who do I? Have? cast to play me you know man i gotta say after seeing what christian bale did with vice (laughs) that guy that guy can do anything and having worked with him a couple times he's just a he's a magic actor you know and he's also a good guy too I, i got the pleasure of working with him when we were kids together funny story i don't tell very often but we did american psycho together was one of my first movies. I remember being like, this guy's awful. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. He's overacting like crazy. (laughs) And then I saw the movie. I was like, wow, was I wrong and everything he's ever done since. Yeah. He's, he's also just, he's a good dude. He's a great guy. Yeah. No, he he is a good dude. Um, You
2: said when you were kids, but how old were you when you got into the business, Josh?
3: I started doing movies when I was 17, so uh, yeah, I I wasn't as young yeah. as Christian, but we did, I mean, I did American Psycho I and mean, I look back on it, all of us, there's so many actors in that movie, Reese Witherspoon, Justin Thoreau. I mean, yeah. there's so many actors, uh, Jared Leto, he's yeah, got a small right. part, yeah, you know, yeah, it's kind of a crazy cast. Uh, I was like 21, get... 21, yeah. It doesn't seem that long ago, but it's been a
2: while. No, it, yeah,
3: it's, it's yeah. Been, it
2: just really goes by like yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah, when it holds up and they'll
3: play it, then yeah, it goes. Yeah, I think it's guys' 25-year anniversary. Wow. Something like that, Well, you look good, man. You're yeah. holding up well. So do you. <laughs> right on. Thank you, sir. Thank positive, you. Positive thinking. Hey, there it
2: is. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Breakthrough is out now. You can follow him on Instagram at jlucasthe. Is that correct? Lucas the. At the.
3: Thanks for coming by. Absolutely happily. On
1: with Mario Lopez.